and welcome to the Calvi Health Spa Podcast. I'm Kira Oliver and your host. We care about making sure that you have life-changing experiences, not just while on our luxury property, but through this podcast. We share interviews with health, wellness, and beauty experts, as well as our own in-house team. Want to know more about fitness, mindfulness, nutrition, relaxation, and reflection? Stay tuned and thank you for being here. Hello, everyone. I am so excited that you are here at the Calavi Health Spa with me and a special guest. This is our podcast, and we're so excited to introduce you to Cheryl Burke today. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks Hi. for being here. Thanks for having me. It's beautiful here. I know you guys know Cheryl, but let me just make sure that you know a couple of facts. She's an American dancer, model, and TV host, best known for being one of the professional dancers on ABC's Dancing with the Stars. That is where she was the first female professional to win the show and the first professional to win twice and consecutively. Is that correct? Yep, Do I have yep. that right? Yes. She did. has participated <laughs> in 25 seasons. That's amazing. Yes, that's a, quite a lot. Yeah, most of my life, really, most of my journey. So I, I love that. Yeah. So thanks for being here with us. I want to hear about how did dancing get into your life? Well, I wasn't very good at school, right? My mom noticed that right away, and she's always been a big believer of um, putting me in extracurricular activities and trying to find passion in life. You know, my mom found hers at an early age, and so, you know, that's something that I will forever be grateful for because I think without that, without her kind of opening up her mind and also the limits of what life can actually offer you, you don't have to necessarily be good at school, you could also be good at you know, the arts or right. sports. So I did everything from ballet to horseback riding to soccer to volleyball to softball, like I, you name it, right? And the one thing I never got, I guess, upset about or I never threw a tantrum over was dance. And so ballet was something I started out in from four to 11 and then at age nine, you know, I went through my menstrual cycle for the first time and oh, well. yeah. I definitely developed on the early stage of life. Um, and I became uh, a young woman at a very young age and I didn't feel like I fit in anymore when it comes mm. to ballet. So my mom and uh, stepdad decided to do like a family sport. So we tried tennis, that didn't work. Golf was boring for us. And she was like, how about ballroom dance? And I was like, no way, ballroom dancing's for old people. Like this is never <laughs> gonna happen. And then she took me to a dance competition in the Bay, Bay Area where we're from and I saw kids my age dance and I, the music was amazing, the glitz and glam, the You're like, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, sign me up. And so I, then I took it seriously ever since. Wow. Mm -hmm. And at what point then did you realize, whoa, this is like, I want to take this to the next level. How, what happened? You know, I am just, that's my personality, you know, and especially as I was growing up. So I started ballroom at age 11 and then just seeing the le different levels of like teenagers who took it seriously and then finding out that it's international. So you can go worldwide with it. You can become world champions. And then I just would, you know, sleep, eat, breathe dancing and would watch back in the day VHS tapes <laughs> of like all my favorite dancers. And this is all that I would want to do. You know, my mom was very strict when it came to grades and stuff. So I had to get over, I think, a B average in order to go to dance class and then travel to London every summer and compete. Oh, wow. And we have, um, That's in, a pretty good idea, Mom. Yes. <laughs> it's, well, you know, it's not 
cheap, put it that way. Ballroom dancing is not cheap, but especially when you want to take it to that level. But when you love something, you know, I mean, at one point too, my mom was fed up of uh, supporting me at some point, you know, in my ballroom career that I ended up dancing on the streets in Union Square to make money. And, you know, it story. was actually a great, um, great experience because it made me really work hard for my, my passion in life, you know? That's interesting. It it's reminds me of, I feel like that everyone should experience waiting tables, for example. Yes. And just understanding yes. working other a nine people, to five. Yeah. working a nine to five, how, you know, the variety of people that are in this world, you know, the different cultures. Yeah, oh, it was vital. Yeah, I love that story. And so what does dancing do for you personally? Wow. Well, I think I was never really, I wasn't, I wouldn't be able to answer that question, put it to you, uh, back when I was a teenager. But nowadays, now that I look back, it definitely has brought not only confidence in learning about how to move your body and just like, just awareness, right? In general, mm -hmm. your body language, but also to be able to interact with somebody, to be able to confront people when needed, to be able to be a partner, to understand a partnership because it takes two to tango, right? So it's like, it's 100%, 100%. It's not 50-50, right? Like I give 100% of me, you give 100% of you, and <laughs> right. you guys figure it out, right? And and that's where I, I feel like I developed really fast. And it was the traveling all over the world. And I always have said that there's no better education than traveling mm -hmm. and um, being able to kind of mold with the culture, right? I lived in England, I've lived in Denmark, I've lived in, um, in Moscow, I've lived everywhere that you could possibly imagine, you know, and at a really young age. And I think that that got me even though Dancing with the Stars was never my goal because it was not something that was attainable at the time. You know, dancing was something that I loved and I was willing to be a starving dancer for the rest of my life, you know, and that's my passion. And that was definitely what I wanted. I had one goal in mind. It was to become a world champion and I was going to do whatever it took. And um, it taught me discipline. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a better, cooler version of cotillion, put it that way. <laughs> so talk about that discipline for a second, because mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people out there that have really big dreams and they never realize it for many reasons. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I've heard stories of people who didn't have any money, but they had the discipline, they fought hard, they worked hard, and they made it happen. Exactly. You know, so what would you want to share with somebody? What advice would you give yeah. in terms of that? You know, talent will only take you so far, right? So at the end of the day, if you're not consistent, um, consistency is key, discipline is so necessary, and always staying curious is even more necessary. Because like the moment you think that you're a master at something or whatever hours people say that you become a master at some whatever you do, um, it, the learning never stops, right? So mm -hmm. it's so important to stay curious, um, you can't force that. So if you know that you're no longer curious, maybe you find something else that you'd like to do. Mm -hmm. But there's always room for growth and to know that you're always a work in progress and to kind of um, keep your feet on the ground in that sense. You know, it's never, you're never just like, a perfectionist like there's no such right. thing right yes. and so at the end of the day you can always grow whether that be a better teacher a better artist a better communicator Absolutely. a better observer a better listener like there's so much more you could do I always uh, talk about maybe I, I tell myself patience and perseverance yes because you have to have 
both because mm -hmm. there are going to be setbacks. But if you continue continue to persevere through yes. that, stay curious. And failure is success, right? Like yes. at the end of the day, without failure, how do you even know what success is? Absolutely. And it's you should be eager to fail instead of you know. There's this whole thing with society today that's like I can't fail. I have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, there's no such thing as perfectionism. I'm still working on it. I am definitely a perfectionism, but at that perfectionist. But at the end of the day, it's really about wanting to fail because in order to fail, then you have growth, right? Yeah. And that, you know, if I, you knew the number of mistakes I've already made today, um, this leads right into it. It's so perfect. Um, because in doing so, and we talked a little bit about this, I believe yesterday, there are feelings that you have how do you manage that? Because it's, I guess the word is their triggers or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, how yeah, do you manage thing. that? You know, I'm really learning um, still how to do that because as an athlete, we, and as you know, you're an athlete yourself, you push through the pain. We do not let pain um, bring us down, right? And, That's right. But sometimes when it comes to emotional pain, even physical pain, to be quite honest, it's so important to listen to your body because mm -hmm. the body keeps score and it keeps score of everything. And if you don't let it just be mm -hmm. and stop trying to control the outcome, stop trying to micromanage it, stop trying to fight through it, it's going to bite you in the butt a thousand times more than mm -hmm. what the feeling is at that time, right? And always know that feelings are temporary. So it just, it doesn't last forever. And as scary as it is, and mind you, I'm just preaching right now. I'm not necessarily, I mean, I'm trying to practice it. It's just a different way of thinking, right? So it's like my brain, I thought that I could control my body. You actually cannot control the way your body feels. You can't control your feelings. Nobody can tell you how to feel. People have to learn how to give people, including myself, the space to feel. Mm -hmm. um, it was interesting because my mom and I actually had this conversation recently just about how like, I can't even um, predict how I'm going to feel about some trauma that may have happened to me, right? Or maybe trauma that may have happened to me from a little girl or my real father's death. Like there's all of this when you allow, when you let it in, it'll, it'll flood you and mm -hmm. it'll be, it'll feel so overwhelming, but no, it's so temporary and you mm -hmm. will only become stronger because of it. Because nowadays, I mean, I always used to say I was a professional number that I would find numbing through, you know, I'm an addict. So I, back in the day before I was sober, it was through alcohol. Now it's through productivity. It's through like so many different things that, you know, to, in today's society, we could do as much as we want. And mm -hmm. really that's just numbing. Right. And that's why places like this, like Calavi is so vital to actually give that time to yourself because you owe it to yourself mm -hmm. to really try and disconnect from the world and just be yeah and and so that is the perfect segue to techniques mm -hmm. what types of techniques i know here we do a lot of meditation mm -hmm. we even have um the love letter meditation mm -hmm. where you can write or a love yourself. letter to yeah. either yourself or someone else or your child self or yeah. your child yeah. self <laughs> or or whatever That's it is uh -huh. what, what types of techniques would you recommend okay well I have done an extensive research on meditation and I've taken so many different meditation courses. I've done mindful meditation and I've just recently, um, I just took transcendental meditation. Mm -hmm. And there's something about TM that is powerful for me that 
requires no pressure. It just requires that you take 20 minutes twice a day and give yourself that time and grace. Mm. And I think that is so important. And as many people may say, I can't sit still. My thoughts, I'm going to be thinking. Look, thoughts are your friend because thoughts that come through is a stress reliever. So anytime you think a thought, it's trying to relieve your body of stress, right? Mm -hmm. So people think thoughts are the enemy and it's really not. We mm -hmm. just have to allow and honestly just be and yeah. really that is so hard because we try to and i'm just as guilty micromanage everything thinking i can control everything right. and really you're wasting Same. your time here on this mm -hmm. planet because mm -hmm. you're not i think look i think the purpose of life in general is to just allow and be and surrender to what life brings you and it's so much easier said than done believe me yeah I love that and you know I too have been practicing that for a number of years and and I have so much more growth to experience so you're inspiring me Aww. I want to check out the TM you should um, they do an online thing now so oh, it helps yeah? yeah okay I would love to do that one of the techniques that I've done before I'm just curious what you think about mm -hmm, it so I'm gonna mm -hmm. share it with you um, it's really nothing new but um, it's I will put let's say a thought is is in my it's coming out it's there it doesn't feel good I don't really like it um, but I'm with it I recognize it I might ask a few questions or just be with it like you mm -hmm, were saying mm -hmm. and then I'll come to this place of okay I think I'm done with that thought for today because mm -hmm. I don't really don't want it to consume my whole day you know right. um, so I'll be with it and then I actually put it in a bubble right and I blow it away right so that's a really cool way of thinking of it I mean another thing too which I find helpful is just knowing that we're not our thoughts so right. like our thoughts don't have to dictate our day because we're actually not our thoughts right. so whatever thought you're thinking if you could just close your eyes for a second take a deep breath and then a step back from your thoughts like your thought is here step back from it know that you're the observer of your thoughts mm -hmm. and I'll go away I love that. Yeah. I think it's so important. And uh, the idea of sharing this information with our youth. Yes. Oh, oh my God. I, I was saying this to you yesterday. Like, yeah. I wish all of this was taught in schools. Right. Just that powerful sentence of like the way that you're even separating yourself by what you said that you do to get rid of your thoughts and not let it take over your whole body. You know, it's just so important to understand that we are not our thoughts, like right. at all, right? Like, and, yeah. and our body has a mind of its own. Like, we. I guess when people want to talk about this is real deep, but it's not woo-woo because there's science that proves it. But like you have your soul, you know, mm -hmm. you have the soul that just is the observer of your thoughts. And we are not our thoughts. We are not our body. You mm -hmm. know, it's like we just have to pay the respect to it, though. Right. Because it is here. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so, again, also realizing that there are things, trauma or things in, in our past or things that we may not even know about that, uh -huh. that happened or things that we do know about but we don't understand. And I think reminding ourselves that we're also not our past, no, right? Is that yes. how you would say that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've gone through a lot of trauma in my mm -hmm. life. Um, and all trauma, there is no, my trauma is worse than your trauma. It's all trauma, right? And right. we all go through it. Um, even little babies, unfortunately, go through it. And I think it is important First of all, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I've got, you know, two therapists and I've got one that I've worked with for over a decade, twice a week now for many, many years. And I have been blessed enough to have a platform like I do because of Dancing with the Stars and to be able to really be an open book because mm -hmm. not only is it hopefully helping helping at least like one person, but right. it's also they're very therapeutic for me. But I also have a family member who cannot talk about her trauma 
that has eaten her alive. It has mm -hmm. completely ruined her life. And I created a dance program and it's called Body Language and it's basically a different form of therapy. So it's a therapeutic movement program that really is the sole intention is to just heal the trauma, heal your past trauma wow. by movement, no words needed. And honestly, you know, there are so many different types of therapy. There's talk therapy, there's, you know, horse therapy. I'm not sure what the correct term is, but there's also movement therapy. Mm -hmm. And I have partnered with a certified therapist, Katie Morton, who is very educated when it comes to that, because I'm like most people in the world where even with meditation at first, I was like, this is really woo woo. Like, is there right. any science behind it? Right. And when you show that there is science behind something, then I am all for it. And I feel like it's needed, especially in the world we live in today. And when I know it could be intimidating to say, oh, Cheryl's gonna be teaching a dance class. This is not a dance class and this is not an exercise program. And this is not to learn how to rumba or samba with a partner. Like you can do this in the comfort of your own home, in a mm -hmm. small space, in a bathroom stall if you needed to, like during work hours, if you felt like you wanted to change your mood, if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed and you want to really just shake it off. like you would be surprised how your mood can change when you're intentional about it and when yeah. you actually just give yourself just two seconds just to really get through it just and make shake the it shift. off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so t the name of it again, body language, body language. Yes. And I believe I heard you say, obviously, what well, is it for women, men, anybody, it's for anybody, kids. kids. Okay. Yeah, you name it. But if anyone who wants to be a better be a better version of themselves, right. you know? And it's really, it's, it is surprising. Like I know a lot of people may know that when you put a song on that you love, it can change your mood, mm -hmm. but your body holds trauma, right? So if you were to look at animals in the wild, and this is another course I'm taking by Dr. Peter Levine, who studied somatic um, experiencing. And it's about how when animals are in the wild, he went to Africa and he saw like, you know, cheetahs and, uh, lions, you know, just shaking it all off. Like they literally, even my dog will just shake off the trauma. And like after something so that much, just some, happened. Yeah. Something may have happened, mm -hmm. right? And something small, but like I'm, I said this example to you, like if me and you got in a car accident, God forbid, but we were able to walk out of the car and we would have been okay. If we would just shake it off mm -hmm. with the trauma that just happened, we would never experience PTSD. Mm. And I think if we can somehow incorporate movement, you know, something that I'm experienced in, and then I have a certified therapist to talk about somatic experiencing itself and merge the two, I think it could help a lot of people. I love that. Now, I want to go back to that in a moment okay. because I want to tell people yeah. how to connect with that. Yeah. I, I know you're working on it, and mm -hmm. I'm hopeful to have you yeah. here as a guest presenter. So you guys stay tuned <laughs> for that. Um, but take us back to Dancing with the Stars. Okay. We need to know, what's that like? We just want to know. Well, it's really intense. It's one of the best experiences I've had. Um, I've done 25 seasons. So I started when I was 21. I'm 37 now. Um, and uh, it is quite, you know, a life-changing experience, not just for, you know, the celebrities, but for us. Because, you know, we really are um, their backbone, right, for that four months that they decide to sign up for the show and if we last that long. But, like, the amount of people I've seen as far as their life changes, like the life changes, um, the 
way that they hold themselves, like dancing with Rob Kardashian and having him start out maybe not so confident and then just learning to like be a man and like stand up tall and be confident and you know, it is so... Shake it off. Shake it off, right. <laughs> shake off all that and all the baggage he was holding on to or even Jack Osborne who has MS, you know, just to see, and this was another way that I, and I guess it was inspiring for me to create body language was to see how much ballroom dancing or mm -hmm. just movement, I wouldn't just say it's ballroom, but movement in general changes people's lives. And so for that is the reason why I continue to go back. You know, because it is, um, it's an accomplishment and it's also, it makes me feel good to help others. Yeah. So, so how does it work with, and I should feel like I should know this, but um, just through research, but how does it work for you as a woman and you're dancing with mm -hmm. a man, but the men typically lead? How oh, they're do you, not leading. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's because be real. I have they're this problem when I start dancing with a guy, I start leading and I'm like, oh, I should you stop that. Lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, unless you've been training together for years, it's quite impossible to actually um, create that foundation because it's such a short amount of time, right? Like the turnaround, it's a machine, uh, Dancing with the Stars. So it's live every Mondays. We only have three days to teach our celebrity the next dance. And you, there's no way, you know, what we've done as professional dancers just to learn how to walk took us six years before I, I mean, I can speak for myself. My coach didn't give me choreography until six years of rumba walking, which may sound so foreign to everyone, but it's really the most insane way of, first of all, knowing your anatomy, right? Like understanding the difference between your left hip and working in, you know, opposition of one another. And it's so crazy that, you know, that's the foundation that you need to really create great dancing. And then when it comes to leading, the man not only needs to know your steps, he needs to know what's coming next. So if you're teaching, if you're talking about male celebrities who've never ballroom danced, which has been most, um, that come on the show, there's no way that they're leading. We just make them look like they're leading. <laughs> okay, but that's I've very always, kind of you. <laughs> I've always said that the women professionals have it way harder than the male. Yeah, yeah. No, but for that reason. It's a lot. I'm, I know it's very, it's such hard work. You've been there for yes. so long. Yes. And I think it's beautiful that you are so loyal and mm -hmm. people are getting so much from you. I mean, oh, you're, you're helping. I think people forget sometimes that celebrities still need support too. Oh, for sure. You know, yes. they are people too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. We're definitely people. Yeah. People too. We're yeah. probably the more insecure <laughs> people, but yes, we are definitely people. I can speak for myself. Well, no, but I appreciate that. And you're, you being vulnerable, uh, I think that we want to help other people through our stories. Yes. You're doing that, uh, going back to this program. So mm -hmm. how can, and don't worry, you don't have to learn to lead as I understand no, with this you, program. You, and honestly, you don't have to have a partner. You don't even need to have rhythm. This is not a dance program, right? It's just, um, just moving movement. I mean, I'm moving right now in my chair. Like you actually don't need to do much. Okay. So how, when is it launching? How do people uh, stay in touch with you so that they know about that yeah. and can participate? It'll be like a subscription base website that you could subscribe to. Um, and I will have more information on my Instagram page at Cheryl Burke. I'm on all the platforms and it's basically either at official Cheryl Burke or at Cheryl Burke or my website at Cheryl-Burke.com. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> remember all of this. make sure, no, but say it again slowly at Cheryl Burke. There uh -huh. is at official Cheryl, Cheryl Burke, Burke is my, I believe my Facebook, 
but you guys Google me and you'll find you'll it. You'll figure it all out. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty exactly. easy. My website's Cheryl-Burke.com. I'm pretty sure of it, but again, just <laughs> We Google will make me. sure and have it in the show notes. Yeah. So you Perfect. don't even have to Thank worry. You. We will have Thank all that you. information. Um, we are so grateful for you. Oh, well, thank you for having me. This is beautiful. I mean, my mom and I are just, we're loving it. We don't want the days to go by any faster. So. Oh, good. We're just, well, we're happy that you're here. We're yes. happy you're willing to share your story of with course. us. I think what we love, you know, so much is that you really want to change lives. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. One step at a time. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Um, everyone, keep in mind, we are grateful you're here. You should come visit us. Go to our website, calavi.com. That's C-A-L-A. We got dashes too. There we go. Dash, let me start again. C-A-L-A-V-I-E.com. We also have our Instagram, at Calavi Spa. No dashes there. <laughs> and then our Facebook.com forward slash Calavi. We are so grateful that you were here too. Thank you so much and bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today for this amazing podcast. My name is Kira Oliver and I am your host of the Calavie podcast recorded right here on our beautiful property. You must come visit us. So check in with our reservations team, reservations at calavie.com. That's reservations at C-A-L-A-V-I-E.com. Hop on to our website, calavie.com, C-A-L-A-V-I-E.com, and join us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Calavie Spa. Thank you again. Till next time, in good health.